Hey y'all, it's Lady T again, and let me tell you, my year has been full of ups and downs, but that is because I've been working through some things mentally that has forced me to face things I've been suppressing most of my life. Now, in the last show, I said I wanted to talk about how I became vegan, but after my last session with the mental therapist, I decided I wanted today's show to be about mental health. It's Let Me Tell You with Lady T. I started seeking counseling about four years ago because I've had so many traumas in my life that I knew needed to be worked on. I didn't want to continue that tradition of passing down traumas to my daughter or any future children that I may have. And I knew the way I was handling certain situations was a direct and indirect cause of those past traumas. So I started seeking counseling because I just wanted to talk out my issues with someone outside of family and friends. And at first, everything was great. But as time went on, I felt like I needed something deeper. So in September 2020, I started seeing a mental therapist. Let me tell you, in my opinion, there is a difference between counseling and mental therapy. With counseling, it feels more like someone you just talk to. They may or may not offer some advice, ask you questions to get you to think deeper, like how does that make you feel, stuff like that. But overall, just more about talking about your issues with them. Mental therapy is way deeper than that. Mental therapy feels more like, you know, it teaches you techniques and gives you tools on how to process certain situations, how to handle stress better, as well as how to communicate better and more effectively. So with mental therapy, it has forced me to unlearn and relearn how to handle stress. It has also taught me how to, okay, so let's say a situation happens that could cause me to quote unquote shut down. Mental therapy has taught me how to say, wait a minute, take a step back and figure out the root of what's bothering me about the situation. See, it's really easy to just point at something and say, that bothered me. But it takes a grown person to get to the root of the problem and work it out. The reason this is important is because we tend to direct our hurt and anger at the wrong things. And it also allows us to be able to articulate our issues the right way. See, where I come from, And the way I was raised, we were not allowed to feel. We couldn't feel sad, we couldn't feel hurt, we couldn't feel emotional, but that's, you know, all of that was because it's considered a sign of weakness, you know? I mean, like crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in Skyway. (laughs) No, 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 no. You couldn't show not a bit of vulnerability or else you would be picked apart there. And you know, it wasn't just necessarily about the neighborhood I grew up in. Family was the same way. You could not have feelings. I've actually been laughed at for saying someone said something mean to me. And from what I see, it's an unfortunate situation, but it's a very common thing that really, that, you know, that tends to happen in black communities. We have this tendency to compare and contrast our struggles. For some strange reason, we tend to compete over who has struggled the most. I'm really not sure why that's so cool to do. I, I really don't get it. But anyways, Because of that issue, like in my case, we are so busy trying to dismiss one another's feelings that there comes a time when it is a big deal. We could speak, like we should speak about it, but we don't because we've been told to shut up about our feelings. We become such an easy target as a result of that to become abused. And like, remember, 
We've been told to suck it up most of our lives or our entire lives. So we don't know when or how to speak when that big bad wolf comes around. We don't know whether we should say something, when to say it, or even what to say. Remember, we've been told to hush it up. We've been taught to do as we're told by the very people we're supposed to trust and respect. And, and you know, in a majority of the time, the abuse is coming from those very people. So for as long as I could remember, about three or four years old, till about my early 20s, I was told on a very regular basis that I was a mistake. Now, for those who don't know my story, my mother was a drug addict. And uh, well, she was sober while she was pregnant with me, but soon after I was born, she fell off of it. But long story short, the state declared her unfit and was threatening to take me and put me into the foster care system. My grandma asked my dad, who is actually my biological uncle, to take me in. If you're wondering about my biological father, my mother hid me from him. He never knew about me. So anyways, my grandma asked him to actually adopt me um, and keep me out of the system. After thinking about it, you know, he thought about it and he said the only way that he would do it is if my mother signs her maternal rights away so that he can adopt me free and clear. She agreed to it and now here we are today. So going back to my earlier story. I was told on a very regular basis that I was a mistake, a burden, and even that I was an ugly, terrible human being that no one would ever, ever loved by a member of the family. And those who actually know me the closest know who it is, so I don't need to go into detail about who it is. So anyways, I was told that very, very often. And when I say very often, I'm talking about out of seven days a week, I heard that like maybe four out of five, okay, from toddler all the way until I was in my early 20s. Now, if I told you that that was told to me on a good day, that is not an exaggeration. Yeah, it was. It got worse than that. I don't wanna get too deep into detail because it, it, would, it would ruin your day. It really would. Um, but the point is, I tried to actually tell people, including my dad, about this and it was completely dismissed. It's just words, they said. Just ignore them, they said. And after hearing it so many times, I started keeping quiet about it. And as I got older, those quote unquote just words got worse and worse and worse to a point to where I started believing those words and it shaped me. It definitely shaped me and affected me my entire, my, my entire childhood, my teen life, and even in my early adulthood. The whole thing affected me in ways I knew wasn't good. It was affecting me, my relationships, my friendships, the way I did business with people. And I was determined to change all of that. So in my early 30s, I decided to put in the mental work, decided to, you know, I wanted to just turn all of that around. I've been seeing my now mental therapist almost every week since September 2020. And it has been the best decision I've ever made to date. Seeing one has brought things out of me I never knew affected me. Like I would start talking about one thing and then it would inadvertently bring out another traumatic memory that I either forgot about or suppressed. Understand something y'all, forgetting and suppressing memories doesn't make it go away. It just doesn't work. It's still, it's still there subconsciously and it affects you mentally, emotionally, physically, and even spiritually. Now, I also want to say this, after, after I started seeing one, I also lost weight. Now, I was losing weight before that, um, and it was quite steady, but 
after I started seeing a mental therapist, it went on overdrive. You know the saying, it was a huge weight off my shoulders. There is some truth to that. It's true. Things came out of, that I had no idea was bothering me until I would speak on it. This is what I mean. And this, you're like, that is what I meant earlier when I would talk about uh, getting to the root cause of issues. And I tell you what, after speaking on those issues, then it truly does become an afterthought. You can truly begin to heal in ways you never imagined. Now, about the person I spoke about before, I swore up and down that I would never deal with that person. I didn't want a relationship with that person. I didn't want anything to do with that person ever. That was, you know, I told my mental therapist that in the beginning when I first spoke to her. She asked me if I would consider having a relationship with this person and I said, hell nah. Now, probably a good two or three months later, I think, we had a family get together while this person was in town. Now, in the past, I wouldn't attend. I decided to go this time and it was a great time. Nothing but laughs. You know, I wasn't in that situation. You know, I wasn't, you know, at that get together with that situation in the back of my mind. There was no awkward energy. To me, it was just all positive vibes. So it just goes to show that true mental therapy can definitely allow you to heal so many wounds with or without a true apology from certain people. Now you may never get an apology from those who wrong you. You have to be okay with that. You may have to heal those wounds without that closure. That is if you're willing to put the work in. Now am I perfect? Not at all. I mean, we're talking about over 30 years of unlearning and relearning that I have to do. I still handle some things wrong. The difference is I acknowledge that I'm a work in progress. And also, let me tell you, what mental health has also done for me is that it has caused me to see myself differently. I thought I was ugly my entire childhood and teenage life. And even into most of my adulthood, I was still very subconscious, um, or self, yeah, I was self-conscious and very insecure about myself. Now I feel like I can take on the world. I used to be very argumentative, very strong, very masculine. Now I'm very submissive, very confident, very feminine. And the reason why I bring all that up is because one of the reasons I sought out mental therapy is because I felt like I eventually would like to have a partner. But what I didn't want is just like I don't want any man to come with, you know, come to me with their emotional baggage. I didn't want to bring my traumas and emotional baggage on him as well. That's just not fair. Now, with that being said, through this experience, people will come and go. That's just life. Unfortunately, you'll realize that certain people are not a fit in your life in terms of where you're going and where you want to go. Some people are going to stick with you, be in the process, and some are going to weed themselves out. You're just going to have to respect all that. It's just a part of the process. It is what it is. Will it hurt? Absolutely. But let me tell you, it is all still so very worth it. Now, let me tell you, to live a life to not be so miserable all the time, to not live in sadness and in misery all the time. I mean, it's, you just can't put a price on that. Like, I mean, I, I mean, I just didn't realize how much energy I was exerting being so negative all the damn time. And even if and when something does trigger me, I still process it differently. And, you know, am I perfect at it? No. Do I handle it right all the time? No. I'm still learning and I'm still growing. But what I used to do 
is run away from the problems. Blame everyone, not take accountability for what happened, you know, especially without feeling down on myself. Now I'm able to articulate what triggered me and get to the root of the problem. So that way I can figure out solutions on how to handle it. Believe it or not, I now consider triggers to be a good thing. I call those breakthroughs. Why? Because I'm able to get that out in the open and resolve it. And once it's resolved, I'm able to move past it. So as I've mentioned earlier, seeking a mental therapist is definitely one of the you know best decisions I've ever made. And I just wanna empower those who feel they need one or are thinking about seeing one, but don't know whether or not it's effective for them or if it's right for them. I just say, give it a try. At first, it may seem like it gets worse before it gets better because you're getting all of that hurt and trauma and pain out. In the beginning, these sessions were really intense. Now, the sessions are about progress. Now, let me tell you, you have to make sure that the therapist that you're seeing is the right one for you. Not all therapists are created equal and not all therapists are the right fit for every individual. Please keep all of that in mind while interviewing different counselors and therapists. So I just wanted to take this time out to address the importance of mental health because that is a huge part of holistic nutrition. Stress and anxiety does play a, a it, it plays a huge part in our physical health. It affects our digestive system, it affects our brain, it affects our sleep, and when all of those are compromised or affected, then it can affect our overall health. You can lift all the weights you want, you can run all the miles you can run, and you could do all the squats your ass and thighs can do, but if you don't take care of your mind, then unfortunately it's all for none. Now let's start the true movement of healing. Let's end the year with some positives. Let's start the year of 2022 off right. Heal your mind, heal your heart, and heal your soul. Let me tell you with Ladies Heat. Later, y'all.